Oh man, I'm always excited when I get up here. Christ just has so many things going on, so many things in our lives, and so many things going on in the church. Um, first off, thank you for last week. Last week was incredible. One year snuck up on me like nothing. I turn around and there's a year behind. Also, I don't know if you all have noticed, but we had the carpets cleaned. So they've been through here and they've cleaned all the carpets. This is kind of a post-flood kind of thing. We wanted to get them looking good again. So good morning. I hope everybody is doing well today. We're starting out with a new month, an opportunity to start new things, finish old ones, or just enjoy some time doing things you wouldn't normally do. As summer's winding down and people start back to school, I want to share a story with you about God's power. It's about the I'll never leave you kind of power. I remember the first few times I stopped at Martinwood, and a lot of you already know about Martinwood International. It is our nonprofit that we started. And at Martinwood, we have about two acres of land and about a 2,700 square foot facility. And it's, I remember the first few times I stopped at Martinwood and spent time with Ruth out there and how beautiful it was. There was two beautiful acres with mud and dirt and in fact the entire backyard was mud. Of course, when it hadn't rained it was dirt and it was nothing great to look at. You've got to figure we have two acres and a big part of that is the backyard. Time after time I stopped by and nothing changed. It was still dirt and mud. And I knew if you didn't do anything about it, it would stay dirt and mud. I remember seeing the Lord's beauty through all of the dirt, the mud, and the various other things that shouldn't have been on the property at the time. The Lord showed me something that wasn't there yet. He showed me the beauty. He showed me the beauty of what he was doing. One of the things that I knew is in Isaiah, and the thing about Isaiah is Isaiah talked about Jesus coming and talked about things that were happening 700 years before they happened. But one of the things that God promised us is he will send us rain for any seed we sow in the ground. And I have to keep in mind that it's not always the good seed that we sow. But He's going to send the rain no matter what. But He also promised the food that comes from the land will be rich and plentiful. And so I remember that. But another thing that I remember, when I'm looking out over the mud and the dirt, I mean, I could see the beauty. But I remembered that God has a plan. He's got a plan for me. He said plans to prosper me and not harm me. Plans to give me hope in a future. But as I was looking out, I had no idea what that meant. But He showed me possibilities. He showed me peace. He showed me beauty. He showed me His work at its best. Yet, there was still dirt and mud. But He showed me something that the eye couldn't see. And then 
when I walked in the backyard, the ground was hard as a rock. You know, the kind of ground that never gets water, and it's just rock hard. It was so hard, you could hardly put a shovel into the ground. Yet, I knew what laid underneath that ground because God had already showed me. And as a human being standing on the ground, it was tough to see that. It was tough to see what he had plans, what laid underneath. So one day, God put it on my heart to start turning the soil, turning the dirt, cultivating it. So I grabbed a shovel and I decided that that's what I'm going to do, is I'm going to start turning the dirt. And we have a patio out there, and it's, I don't know, 40, 50 feet long. And I said, I cannot do all of this. So what I did was I looked at what I could do. And what I realized and what I knew that I could do was a foot out from the patio. That's all that I was after was that first foot of ground. And so what I started doing was I started turning the dirt. Well, Ruth, I grabbed a shovel. Ruth comes out there with a pitchfork that only had three tines on it because it was missing a tine. But she didn't care. And she had never done that before. She had never cultivated. She had never turned dirt. And we went out there, and my first shovel of dirt brought up a dirt clod about this big. I thought I was going to get a shovel of dirt. Instead, we were digging up clods of dirt. That is how dry that dirt was. But I knew I had to, I had to turn the dirt so I could plant it, so I could put something else out there because God showed me the beauty. But I could have sat back and done nothing and just left it the way it was. And sometimes I think we do that. When God puts things in front of us, we say, okay, we'll do that later. Or, I've never done this. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to get started. Instead of just following the light, following what God has planned for us. Sometimes we have to see certain things before we go forward, rather than just doing it. Rather than turning the dirt. Then we had to plant. Then we had to water it and fertilize it. Kind of sounds like discipling. When we go out, we have seeds that God has given us to plant. But the first thing that we have to do is we have to cultivate the land. I don't know about you, but I've walked up to people before and started talking to them about Jesus Christ and they were like, whoa, back off. That's too much for them at the time. And what I realized is I had to cultivate the soil, or I had to cultivate that relationship. And sometimes when I started cultivating it, it was dirt, and clods would come up. Dirt clods. But I knew what God was doing, and I knew that God was using me as a disciple. Last week I talked about being a disciple for Christ and what our calling is for this church. Which is, the purpose is going to be revealed in the New Testament. To win people to faith in Jesus Christ and commit them 
actively to the church to help them grow in the grace and knowledge of Christ and that they may know and do His will. That is Article 3 of our Articles of Incorporation, also part of our bylaws. Part of this is discipling. So getting back to the grass, there was a sack of grass seed that had been sitting there for several months. And it wasn't doing anything. And we kept looking at the dirt. And when it rained, we went outside and we bring mud in the house. And there was like mud all over the place. And I'm like, this has got to be, we've got to do something differently. I could see God saying, those seeds will not grow by themselves. They need to be planted. How many seeds do you have in your sack to plant, but you're not planting them? And that's all God wants us to do, is put the seeds in the soil so He can start doing His work. And I understand it's easier not to plant the seeds than to plant them, because when you plant them or before you plant them, you have to cultivate the soil. Then you have to feed them, water them, then you have to weed them. And in life and discipling, weeds come very quickly, especially with new Christians. Or when you plant a seed with someone, and it starts growing. When you start watering it and fertilizing it, it starts growing. And the evil one does not want that to happen. So what he's going to do is he's going to throw weeds in there, and he's going to hope that we don't go after those weeds. And we just let them grow. And then they're going to take over the grass. They're going to take over the seed that we took time to plant. It's easy just to sit back and do nothing. Which is what I've been doing with that sack of seeds. I sat back and every time I went by it, I planted them in my head. I never picked them up. Because I knew the ground had to be cultivated. Well, I'm not going to plant these seeds because the ground's not cultivated. I don't have time to do that. I want grass today. I too got to thinking, it isn't doing anyone any good just sitting there on the floor. Let's get them planted. Just one foot was all I was looking for. Something to get started. Just one foot from the patio. Just something. That's all I thought I could take care of for now. And that's, and it's all I thought that I could do. So I did it. And it luckily was not by myself. Luckily I had someone else. And that's what we do when we go out and we talk to people and we plant seeds. It's not about what you can't do. It's about what you can do. Even if it's something small. Because sometimes all it takes is a spark to light a fire. And before you know it, you've lit somebody's fire in Christ. And pretty soon they start getting it. And they start, and they start, their fire starts growing. So how many of us use the excuse that we hadn't done this before, so we can't do it? Or I'll put it off till later. Or I'll go watch a video to see how it's done and never get back to it. So what does that do for God's kingdom? You have great things to share. Miracles. 
great stories of love. I've heard them. People have shared them with me. Love, great stories of compassion, forgiveness, and grace. There's people that don't know that those things exist. All they know is a hard life because they've never seen Jesus Christ. How many people don't share the good news because they don't think they're ready? I'm here to tell you, you're ready. You're ready to share the good news. You're ready, just like Ruth was. When she picked up that that three-time pitchfork, and I'm like, oh my gosh, you're really going to do that. And she did. It was great. We cultivated, we planted, we watered and we weeded. We made the grass grow. It grew just in time, just in the nick of a time, because we were having a marriage encounter out there. Actually, it wasn't ours, it was another church's that asked if they could come out to Martinwood and do their final night, their final dinner at Martinwood. And by then the grass had come up. So there wasn't mud, there wasn't dirt there. Of, of course, grass wasn't the only thing that was happening during that time. We, Ruth and I, had a lot of trials, questions, and questioning. That's what I called the weeds. At one time, I'm sure we questioned what God was doing and how we were supposed to grow His kingdom. How are we supposed to nurture this? What do you want us to do? And one of the questions we asked if He was going to be there with us. One of the questions we said, are you going to be here with us through this? We're ready to walk in your will and your ways. But we questioned that because we needed to hear it from God. At one time, well, if He was going to be there with us to see us through, to see us through whatever we're doing. And I'll never forget the day that Ruth went down and she was in a contemplative mood and got out, out back and she sat on a rock that we have. And it may sound kind of strange, we got a rock in our backyard and it's big enough to sit on. I sometimes call it our thinking rock because what I found is, is everybody that goes down and sits on it, they start thinking about things that they probably wouldn't normally think about. It was one of our trial periods, one of those times when we weren't sure we were on the right road. We weren't sure we had God's blessing. Because sometimes we found that if we go down roads that God doesn't want us to be on, He may not bless them. Because that's not where He wants us to be. So we weren't sure. Is this where we're supposed to go? Is this where we're supposed to be? And if it is, are you going to be there with us? As Ruth sat on the rock amongst the grass, because by then the grass had grown, she was thinking, being quiet, contemplative, just kind of listening. God spoke to her. And God said, remember the grass. That's all he said to start with. And that got her attention. It was like, remember the grass. We just turned the dirt. We threw some seeds in. We watered it. And now we have all this beautiful grass. He said, remember the grass. He said, you were willing 
to plant a seed in this kind of soil. Now look at what I've done. Look at what I've done with that seed that you've planted. Now you have a beautiful yard because of what I did, because of what God did. He said, no matter what, remember the grass. Then as Ruth looked over the new lawn, she saw blades and blades of grass. There were thousands and thousands of blades of grass out there now, all over the place. They were planted in dirt, clay, mud. It wasn't even good soil, but God told us to remember the grass. Plant the seeds and let me do the rest. You do what you can. And if you remember the seed story, you have a seed. And when you plant it, you put it down into the ground and it's dark and it's damp and it's not a good place to be. And sometimes that happens with us in life. God puts us in these, or we end up in these dark, damp places. And we have to shed our outer shell. The outer shell has to die so we can grow. And we push up through pounds and pounds of dirt to break through. And look at all the beauty that He gives us for doing that. He's the one that makes us grow, not us. God, doesn't, God does miracles, and sometimes we don't give Him credit. Something as small as grass, that's a miracle that He makes it grow year after year. He works with us to grow His kingdom, but I sometimes think that we think nothing of it. Oh, that's a coincidence. Oh, that happens all the time. God's at work. He's at work growing His kingdom. I don't know anyone who can make something grow without the hand of God. When I hear the comment, remember the grass, I think about God's goodness, His beauty, His grace, and His mercy. He could just as easily stop grass from growing. But guess what? He won't. And He won't do that. And every time I look out over the grass, I think about what He did and His beauty. And what God does is God gives us a portion. And it is the portion that is yours. You have inherited it. But I see people who don't accept their portion. The portion that God has given to them. They don't think they're good enough. They don't think they're up to it. Oh, I don't deserve that. That's not God. God gave it to you. And that's what happened at Martinwood. Once I realized that I was only the caretaker and that that was God's land out there, everything started flourishing. Everything started just growing like crazy. And that's what I see in life. And that's what I see in discipling. Let people know about the forgiveness, about the grace, about the mercy. And if you don't talk to them, at least you live your life like it's a miracle.
Are you ready? Let's go on to the next song, if you would. Whoop, hang on. I've got one more. As you go about your week, take a look at the seed you're planting. Cultivate the ground before you plant the seeds. Don't forget to water it, fertilize it, and get rid of the weeds. If you do your part, God will do his. <laughs>